Welcome to episode 52 of Three Point Podcast. Our pod has a unique look at the sports world and current events from three different generations. I'm the old guy, Ted Fattel of Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 Radio. Our middleman and social media expert is Matt Burns of ESPN. He's made it into the studios here in O-Town tonight. And our millennial viewpoints will be coming from Jared Fattel of Grand Valley State University and Fox 17 in Grand Rapids. Our partners include Rivals Tap House and Grill, the Corona Connection, Corona Public Schools, and our podcast studio, Z92.5 The Castle. Subscribe, give us a rating on Apple iTunes. You can also find us on SoundCloud or TuneIn, and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That's at 3 Pod. Well, boys, we survived the Christmas part of the holiday vacation. Any Anything jump out at you that uh, we want to talk about? Well, first off, your sweater that you wore at the Christmas party. Do you want to describe it to the listeners? I didn't see you were very pictures. proud of it. You were very. Proud. I, I saw the suit. I saw the suit oh, you were no. wearing. There's no, a sweater. No, I was very proud of this. And I'll tell you why. Okay, you guys know I'm a major rocker, and we'll talk about Bob Seeger here in this podcast as well. I, I have a, a like an ugly sweatshirt. I wouldn't call it ugly though, but it, it falls in that category. It says it has the four members of Queen, their faces, and they're all wearing uh, Santa hats. And it says Snohemian Rhapsody. Now, how <laughs> awesome and classic is that? I, that's not an ugly sweater, I don't think. I think it's classic. Well, no, it's just because every year you have, like, a new ugly sweater. Like, last right. year it was, like, a Donald Trump one. This year it's, like, <laughs> Snohemian Rhapsody. Next year it'll be something different. So yeah. is this you, one of those, like, you bought at Meijer? Like one, oh, no, you know, I ordered like, it online. Okay. You searched it out. I okay. searched it out, absolutely. In fact, I'm going to go see uh, Greta Van Fleet. Uh, this coming weekend. You should wear that. Well, I've got myself a Greta Van Fleet okay, shirt right, already. Right. You guys, I mean, you, you got to realize, I'm an old guy. I'm an old hippie. You know, yeah. I love these concerts. <laughs> yeah. Kind of was my downfall for a few years back in the day. Now, is that like a um, one-time wear? Or did you wear it all throughout, like, Christmas Day, <laughs> no, like Christmas no, Eve? Just a party. Yeah, I'll break <laughs> it out all. I'll break it out periodically. Well, that's though. what I was going to ask. Do you wear shirt. these over and over? Yeah, of course. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't I, just a one-time wear for that sweatshirt. No, it's classic. Yeah. No, that's a cool one. I don't know. What do you guys think about the whole ugly sweater thing? Like, I remember when I started, when I was in college, so like 2003, 2004, ugly sweater parties were like just becoming a thing. Right. Like, you know, around Christmas time, there'd be ugly sweater parties, but we would have to go to Salvation Army, Goodwill, or hit up our you know, grandmas and aunts or whatever for their sweaters because they were legitimately ugly sweaters from the yeah, like, 60s and 70s well, or whatever. Bill Cosby sweaters. They, right. were, they were real sweaters yep. that were just god-awful ugly. Yeah, but now it's just, like, out of control. People are putting, like, whole Christmas trees on their shirts and stuff, and, like, it's almost a little, like, mutt too much now. Yeah, it was. The, the Snohemian Rhapsody, that's funny, though. Dude, the, you got to give me credit for that. Yeah, yeah. That's a solid That's a solid. Do they still shirt. do that in college? Like, yeah, but, like, I just... Uh, like there was in Grand Rapids, there was like a twelve bars of Christmas like okay. bar crawl. That's and cool. That'd be fun. I got invited to it, but uh, you know I was too busy just hanging out in my dorm room doing nothing or whatever. But and you're not twenty one, so yeah, not twenty one, so I would not have been able to uh, get in. But it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's like it's big time. Like mm-hmm. I mean, we've all seen it. Like Barstool. Like that's basically they've uh, any movie you could think of, any sort of sports event you can think of. Like they have an ugly Christmas sweater. For right. It. I don't have one personally, but I know that there's obviously a market. I mean, we've seen it. he's got like four of them in his closet. He wears once a year. Two. Yep. Two. <laughs> I got the Trump one, and I got what's the, the Trump one? one? Is it is it just a picture of Trump on it? I forget what it said on it. It was pretty classic. Nice. I mean, if you're if you're not a Trump fan, well, you're not going to like it. But it, it was okay. The other thing I learned over like uh, the Christmas break, so we had our alumni game uh, okay, same was, day as our Christmas party. Uh, I was hoping my I'll stat be back for that. Yeah, my stat line: uh, two minutes, two turnovers. <laughs> Classic. It's I'm so you know what I just realized like I don't enjoy basketball anymore. 
Like, now that I'm not forced to play it, really, I wouldn't say forced, but now that it's not, you know, I don't have to show up and play or go to practice or whatever, I've kind of realized, like, man, like, I don't really get much joy out of getting exploited left and right. Right. Like, I'm basically out there, I'm, like, running, I'm, like, I'm like are an you, animal, like, just trying to stay alive. Like, I got lions, like, hunting me. Like, I'm just, are you just not in shape anymore? Is that what it's coming down to? I mean, you're not that far well, removed. Let's be fair, let's school, be fair here, because Jared and, and his brothers went to go play in this game after... Downing a Frankenmuth meal. This was, oh, okay. this was just a couple hours after eating that's, a Frankenmuth. That's tough. How do you do that? It, you've got a bunch of Zender's chicken oh in your stomach. God. Well, yeah. to answer your question, I'm not very good as it is. I remember then, you on a previous pod saying that you weren't that good at basketball. <laughs> and then you add in the fact that it's like I'm going against like high schoolers who are like in better shape than I am. Right. Like, what do I bring to yep. the table? That's basically what I realized. It's <laughs> different. I remember two years ago, the time that mm-hmm. I went back and apparently – the story has come out. Yeah, about strapped me. In, one shot strapped in your eye or whatever the shot. No, <laughs> the story I, I was hit, you I hit a shot. <laughs> oh yeah, MJ's that's what it was. <laughs> but I had a few other shots that game. But I was in like okay shape. But I do remember thinking that like you're in different kind of shape when you're in high you school. You play in like rec like, league. That's true, right? I do like, play in so rec and stuff. So that helps. And it's like I've seen snaps of you. You just like take a snap like you're shooting at the gym. Like I, like I go. I, that's nothing yeah. that I've done. I like, do go shoot around. Every time I go to the gym, I shoot around for 20 minutes. No, Jared, you're in so. shape, but you would say not basketball shape because you're not out there playing basketball. No, it's it's There's funny how your legs oh, just turn to stone after a couple times up and down the court. Like, I still run same. a few do- like a few times a week, and it, it doesn't matter. Oh, right? it's, it's the same good. with flag football. I feel like, you know, I don't, like, go out and do sprints. Like, I'll just go mm-hmm. run or do some other, like, exercising or whatever. But whenever flag football season comes back around, the first game, you know, you're doing that, like, short burst, you know, football running. I'm, like, sore for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, like you said, that's just a different kind of, like, in shape or whatever. So. Yeah, I can't even have these conversations anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you got a, uh, yeah, well, a hip maybe surgery you coming one day. Yeah, you got the hip surgery well, coming. Maybe you'll be a little bit more spry. I mean, I can still shoot the rock. Let's not kid anybody. But well, how's the softball game? Run. That's what it would be. Oh, the softball, softball game's game? no good. No? All right. <laughs> I got out of that when I was having hamstring problems. Okay. Yeah, I, talk, I, I just made me think of I got a ride to the airport. I got a lift to the airport, and the dude that drove me, he plays in uh he's like 58 he said i think and he plays in like travel adult softball leagues he's retired from his job but that's right. what he does now travels all over the country playing in like travel softball yeah, he must be pretty good that's i asked him i was like you play what position he said shortstop he looked athletic oh. so he played baseball his whole life and stuff well, so i mean he's yeah. also a lift driver so I... well he's he does that to like pay for the hotels because oh, really? all the tournaments are on weekends so right. he, he drives during the week goes play softball on the weekend. I applaud that dude, it was, man. It's cool. I, yeah, I really yeah. do. I mean, I wish I could do that. Part of my problem not only was the hamstring, but the eyesight, you know. Yeah. Getting a line drive at you at second base or shortstop just wasn't working with yeah. bifocals. So yeah. what did you guys do on, like, uh, Christmas, was it? Well, of course, we had our family Frankenmuth get-together with our entire extended family. That was on Saturday before Christmas. Uh, the next day, Sunday, uh, we had Amy... Jessica, their husbands, and the granddaughters over to our house. We, we pretended it was Christmas. It was awesome. It felt just like it was Christmas Day. Opened up presents. Of course, the babies didn't open them up, Jared. <laughs> but they got some nice stuff. And, you know, we're talking about uh, concerts and Greta Van Fleet and, you know, uh, Queen. Well, mm-hmm. I actually bought tickets for Amy and Jessica and their husbands. We're going to have Christmas in July down at Little Caesars and see Queen with Adam Lambert. Nice. So we're going to have a nice adult night, go to a concert, you know, do it upright, do That'll dinner. Cool. That was their Christmas present. That'll be cool. Yeah. Now, Christmas Day, my wife never wanted to do this, but we actually went to the movies and okay. we, we took her brother. He's mentally challenged. And we, you know, 
he doesn't care what movie you take him to. And we were going to go to, uh, what was it, Holmes and Watson? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I Will just Ferrell saw today horrible ratings. zero on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. I, I, I heard it was pretty bad. But, but we saw Aquaman. It was okay. it was very good. Okay. I, it was it, picture Star Wars underwater. Right. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm not see that's a thing. I'm not a very big superhero fan. Which, right. Like I where I work, it's like people are obsessed with Star Wars and right. Marvel and all those, and I'm just always like, it's not really my thing. Cool movies, like I'd maybe go see it, but well, doesn't he like ride an orca really or thing. something in one of the? Scenes? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. I'm, I'm not kidding. It was pretty good. The special effects were decent. No, I'm not a big superhero movie guy either. But I mean, what are you going to do? Christmas Day, and it was uh, we went to like an eleven o'clock movie on Christmas mm. Day after Mass. Yeah. So, so you know, we weren't too picky, but I was pleasantly surprised. It was it was it was pretty good. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I was actually, I was actually at uh, your mom's house, my grandma's house on Christmas. She said that you did not like the movie. She said she talked to you. You didn't like it. I don't. She must have been having a moment. I don't know where she got that from. Well, it's fun because we spent. We were there for about two, two and a half hours, probably. Yeah. And so she just got a brand new Alexa for oh, Christmas. Geez. Oh and man, <laughs> she called me that day on it. And she's like, probably, she, I wouldn't say she's stubborn. What would you say? Oh she's yeah, just, she's stubborn. She's. My dad always says she's more stubborn than Walter Ruther. And I don't know if you guys will get that reference. Nope, he used don't to get be that's a big time inside he, baseball. He used, not baseball, but he used to be the head of the UAW, okay. and he dug in, you know, for the for the union members. So that was the old time statement: more stubborn than Ruther. Well, my my mom is. She's about as yeah, stubborn we were, as you so can we be. So we were trying yeah. to uh, have her use it, and it was, you would have just thought it was like a piece of like alien technology. I was going to say, so it might be tough teaching her. Yeah, talk She'll to never this machine it. that's going to play music for you or order it, food for I don't you think or whatever ever get used yeah. no i think he got it for just to use the phone part right mm-hmm. yeah i, I mean really if, if she could just figure that part out right you know call ted call you exactly. know whoever like that's not a bad deal but well she did she called ted or called me on it alexa called ted i answered the phone and then she's going Alexa, this Alexa thing, and it'll all of a sudden. Yeah, that's what she kept. Off. She kept saying the word Alexa, and it kept like you only she, have to say it once. Yeah, <laughs> like she would just be talking about it, like Alexa, this Alexa, that, and it kept going off, and we had to start like spelling it out so that it wouldn't keep going off. By the way, one other thing, I'll let you guys talk too here. But after that movie, we came home. It, it was kind of awesome to have just a laid back Christmas, you know, Christmas Day itself. So we got home, and uh, I know you guys have talked about the movie. I know you have, Matt. Love Actually, I'd never seen. It. It's good. So we we dialed it up on Netflix. That was a good good movie. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that's good. The, I mean, the acting is good. There's a mm-hmm. bunch of good actors in it. Yeah, They're, you know, it's funny. Colin Firth, so. uh, Liam Neeson, Jude Law. Yeah. Um, you know what movie I just watched, and Matt might not know this one, but One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh yeah, yeah. How would you think? Did that hold up? Do you like? It, it was pretty good. Just pretty. Uh, yeah, good? I liked it. I, I mean, think I couldn't. Was it like a comedy? Was it a drama? Like a little bit of all comedy? Yeah, weird. Drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, you know, like those, those yeah. movies like aren't really like made nowadays. Like it's just so, it was such a weird one, especially yeah. when you got a big name star like Jack Nicholson. You don't really see right. it anymore. No. But it was. I, I liked it. Michael Douglas was the producer of that. He actually bought the the movie rights, and uh, he, he made a lot of money. It's hilarious it. seeing yeah, like Danny DeVito in it. And he like, yeah. looks nothing like he does. That was like the Danny early seventies, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Late 60s or something? Nurse Cratchit. Is that <laughs> Ratchet. 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 Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, I've only seen that once. It was a while ago. But well, how about you, decent. Matt? How was your uh, How was your Christmas? Well, I was. I, w- I had to work. The, there was a tournament, um, the Diamond Head Classic, over in Hawaii. So that was it's a tournament ESPN does, college basketball. Um, so I had to work that. The games were Saturday, Sunday, and then Christmas Day. So it kind of sucks because it's in Hawaii, so you got to think it's five hours behind us. Mm-hmm. So, like, my shifts were, 
like 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. Um, over the weekend. Christmas Day at least was like 4 to midnight, so that wasn't too bad. But So I just hung out during the day. My wife and daughter were back here in Michigan um, with, with family, FaceTimed with them and stuff, and then just hung out when until you're I had work. putting that on, are you ever like, you know, like let's say on Christmas Day, like when the NBA games are on, are you like – Man, like no one's like really even. Yeah, that's what we were saying the whole time. (laughs) I mean, what the like the stupid thing about it is the biggest team in it was TCU, and they're actually pretty good, but they're not even ranked right now. They might be after this tournament, but so there's not even very big teams in it. Mm -hmm. It's this tournament's been going on for a while. I don't know how many years, but it's kind of like a tradition. But the whole weekend we're promoing the NBA on Christmas Day. Right. So it's like we're telling people during our tournament not to watch our championship game yeah. on Christmas Day. I mean, it's on ESPN, too, because a lot of the, the NBA was on ESPN or ABC. So it is kind of like we're sitting there like, how many people are actually watching this right I'm not now? even going like, to I had no idea that was even on yeah, until like, you told me. If you are watching sports, you're, you're going to watch the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know? Did you even have a so. chance to see what the numbers were? No, I haven't seen those. I mean, I think it does well like locally, like yeah. if those teams, yeah. in, the right. fans watch it, but... Do they still have the one with Chaminade, that, that tournament? Maui, yeah, that's during Maui. Thanksgiving break. Oh, that's awesome. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Duke, that, that's pretty big. Yeah, Duke and Gonzaga had an awesome game. Yeah, oh, that Michigan, was part of that, yeah, that tournament. Was okay, game. yeah. Michigan State's gone to that a few times, yeah. too. Michigan's Michigan, won it. Michigan, yeah, yeah, Michigan's won it. When they Isn't that the, the one where uh, that year? Chaminade upset uh, Ralph Sampson in Virginia? Yeah. Isn't that the same Yeah, that, the Maui Invitational is a big one. It's okay. awesome. So, the, the Diamond Head, it's cool, you know. I mean, we get paid holiday pay, so, you know, all that stuff is nice. But it is kind of like... It sucks being away from, you know, you see all everyone's having fun on Christmas. Yeah. And well, especially being a family and, man. Right. I mean, so you try to do the best you could with FaceTime, right? Yeah, that's nice. You know, it, it does the job. Bit. But um, I got uh, one thing that was nice. I got Red Dead Redemption. It's a video <laughs> game um, that just I came out. I was curious if you played video games or not. That's it. I Well, I still have the, the latest Grand Theft Auto. I haven't played it in years or maybe a year or whatever. But I got Red Dead Redemption for my birthday hadn't opened it until then because i planned i was like if my wife and daughter are gone for five days i'm gonna work and play red dead redemption and that's what i did so Have you been i felt get, like i was back in college you've been like, getting your uh what's it uh is it like gra- gravity points what's it called when you like do something good and it's like god what a, what am i thinking gravity of? points no it's not gravity points it's uh like in the game or on yeah in the game in the game experience points or something it's like whenever you do something like good so say you like helped your neighbor like clean up their house or something Forget it. No, no I'm kind of like an outlaw. I, I keep like killing people and animals and robbing people. I, I, I so you guys feel about. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's yeah. basically my weekend was playing that and going to work. So, so it was you, fine. So you worked Christmas Day and yep. then flew up here afterwards. Flew the next up here day. on I like the next morning, so um, the day after Christmas, and here for five days. So it's really not that bad. Yeah. So. No. No. And we kind of did the same thing yesterday with my family. We had like our Christmas yesterday, like acted like it was Christmas Day or whatever. So yeah, it do works it, out. Do it feel the same? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the kids, you know, they're excited. Sure, they get more presents, so you know, yeah, they're, I mean, they're I, just as excited. I think we're because we've always settled into because we had such a big family. You know, five kids from my parents, and then all their kids and grandkids. Now we settled on the Saturday before Christmas. That's when we do our Frankenmuth thing, and then we have a big party at a. Sometimes we'll rent a room at a hotel, but this year we did it at the uh, local. Uh, local resd they have a conference room and it worked out awesome cool. in fact we you've heard the game lcr right yep. left center yep. right we uh we kicked in 15 bucks a piece and the winner winner takes all that's four, cool. 435 bucks that's not bad that's cool and, you know the tension gets pretty oh, yeah. steep at the end who won it uh a, a niece Mike. from up north oh, okay yeah no. younger niece like 
Jared's age? Or? Yeah, yep. about your age. Oh, right? heck yeah, four hundred thirty bucks for that. Yeah, that's nice. Huge. Yeah, it was, so that that was fun. So the one thing I will say that I'm going to complain about on Christmas yeah. is so my brother Johnny, he's going into coaching or whatever. And or whatever. Of, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And instead of watching uh, the NBA games, he got a couple of like the championship production, like um, coaching, like DVDs where they like do like demonstrations, go through like practice, like coaching clinics or oh whatever. Porter like he got those four <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, got, you mean? Yeah. So he got like the Porter Mosier, uh, who's like Chicago Loyalist coach, uh, one, and then he got uh, like Vance Wahlberg, who like did like the dribble drive or whatever, like Memphis, John Calipari. So while everyone else is, like, watching NBA Christmas Day, like, I'm just trying to watch it. I'm sitting here watching, like, a basketball practice. <laughs> and it was just absolutely Sounds horrible. terrible. Not I on, learned, the, main, on the main TV, or was he using main the computer? TV? Main TV. Yeah, main hey, TV. you guys let him have the main TV? Oh, my goodness. He kind of runs the house. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> kind of takes me off. It's always whatever he wants to watch. That's He's named after your house. dad. So. <laughs> yeah, He is exactly. the oldest. The I oldest. mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> so that's what we were watching. Yeah, I that's learned. rough. Yeah, it but Especially you guys, if the NBA games were good. Yeah. I, I got to watch a little bit of the Lakers game, but it, it was kind of like, you know, as soon as they went up by 15, you know, it got shut up. The next thing, and then we're watching, you know, dribble drive offense principles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> during rough. that game, he that's cut rough. into yeah. that? Because it was cow. a blowout, you know? Well, true, true. Yeah, it was a blowout. But, yeah, that's rough. I mean, you at least got to, like, tell him to use a laptop or something, mm-hmm. you know, but well, you know, not we, if he runs the house. Well, the thing is, no, the thing that is because we only have one DVD player. So that's what it was. You didn't have anything, and there was I mean, like a laptop. Lap- do you have a laptop, or does he? It's like, you well, you look it at it, I mean, with, like, MacBooks, there's no, like, CD. They don't, right, they don't right. put the DVD uh, even in it anymore. Right. You know, those damn millennials. You right, know, well, they, ruining I, laptops. I know you love the MacBooks, but that's a negative right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I would they say. They used to. The, the older ones did used to have it, but. Why'd they get rid know. of it? Well, like, most software you buy now, you don't actually get a disc. You uh, just download it, basically. I gotcha. So there was really almost no use for the disc drive unless you wanted to watch coaching DVDs on Christmas. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> the thing that I did love about well, hopefully it paid off. My favorite part about the NBA, not that I got to really watch it, uh, but my favorite part about the whole like, NBA Christmas Day is like the jerseys and which the, they yeah. didn't even have. They didn't have the special Christmas Day jerseys this year, but they did have like some sweet like I can't I can't think of the name right now like Elite I think is what they're called jerseys yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Our pride or something. And then they have, like, they all get to wear their own special, like, uh, shoes. Christmas shoes. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. just awesome. Yep, there's some good ones. Pretty good marketing in the NBA with their whole Christmas setup now, too. I mean, what it's do great. they play, five or six five games, games on the day? Five games. Starts or... at noon and goes basically till midnight yeah. or whatever. So it, it, I think it's huge. I, I don't know what you guys think, but like I remember it used to just be, like, two games. Right. There was an East Coast game, you know, whatever, say the Bulls and the Celtics or something. And then there was, like, Lakers versus whatever another west like a four and a seven o'clock game right and that's all it was right because i remember like kobe used to always be on you know through those days and that was like a huge deal that was the one game to watch now i mean it's five games that's all day i I love it i'm a big nba fan so um i like it a lot you know the nba's come a long ways i I remember the days you guys this will blow your mind nba finals were played on a tape delay basis yeah can you imagine that they weren't even live. Yeah. This was back in, like, the mid-70s. But it might as well have been live. I mean, it's like you didn't have Twitter or anything. You true. still weren't going to hear yeah, about it until the You didn't have the spoil- newspaper. spoilers yeah, or whatever. the newspaper the next right. day is the only way you're going to hear about it. That's a fair it. point, but, I mean, to think about, you know, it didn't even it didn't even rank to be played on television live to where it's at nowadays. I mean, it, where would you rank the NBA right now for professional sports? As far as, like, popularity, popularity in America? Popularity, money being made. I uh, do still think football is the, NFL. the big one. Like, combining NFL and college. Okay. I, but I would put NBA second. Definitely above baseball or hockey. hockey. Right. What would you say right. you enjoy? I would say NFL is obviously, you know, king in right. the United States. What would you say? Which one do you prefer better? Like, 
NBA or like college football? I would say college, college football. College football for yeah. me. I prefer college football over the NFL. Me too. I, I'm maybe it's because of the Lions, but I prefer <laughs> the NBA over the NFL anymore. I've always been a big NBA fan, but the NFL, I don't know. Like I'll be pumped up, you know, now playoffs like going going good. into playoffs and stuff, but. But Maybe it's just the Lions being such a letdown. Like, yeah, I I just I tune in. Fantasy football is not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. You oh, say that, I but just... I feel like you still watched a lot more NFL football than you did NBA basketball than you will probably all year. I think I I watch quite a bit of NBA. Like, there's days where on Sundays where I literally don't leave the couch. Right. Like, yeah, I just can't see that with the NBA. even on Christmas. You're kind of flipping through. I, yeah, I couldn't just sit there and watch the NBA like all Christmas. You know, it's I guess in, chance, in that sense, but, it's a little different. And it's kind of a one day event. Yeah, they have Thursday night football and they have Monday night football. But I mean, Sundays in the fall all the way up to this time of year, mm. you, you got Sunday football. Right. And then, you know, when the colleges go to the bowl, sits, bowl games, you got Saturday NFL right. too, which is kind of cool. I think part of it with that, though, is I know there's games on Thursdays and Saturdays sometimes now, but like the NFL on Sunday. All of the games are on Sunday, so that's why you're a little more locked in. That's when right. all the action is. Whereas, like a random Wednesday night in the NBA, there might only be like three games, right. so you're not going to like be locked in because there's like action all week. But Sundays, like you know, it builds up the whole week to Sunday NFL. Right. So that, that's a little different. Well, before but. we talk, uh, we're going to talk a little college football here too, boys. Oh yeah, want to get into you some of that big, big time. Big time, indeed. But before we get to that, you know, if you want to find a spot to go watch <laughs> some college football. Some big bowl games coming up starting, well, about tomorrow, really, when yeah. they really start playing for real. Yeah. Stop in to see the folks at Rivals Tap House and Grill. That's our local spot here to meet up with friends, catch your favorite sporting events, all kinds of great food and drink specials. Uh, I mean, that's just a great gathering spot, guys. We love it. Yeah, yeah. they even put in the new projector uh, TV. Oh, so we now got I, a projection, we got huh? update, You got to update your... Uh, Read. I will. In fact, I sent an email earlier today to try and get some of their specials. I've been talking with Jamie. He's going to start letting us know some of the special events they're going to have. But obviously, you know, you got the big college football playoffs. What a better, what a great spot to go. I think you guys go in there or going to stop in for gonna, some of that? Yeah, we're not going to go to Rivals, but we're going to uh, order a ton of takeout from Sweet. Rivals, kind of like you did, Jared, for the Ohio State game. Um, 80, it's at the so, time, yeah. I thought I thought it was going to be, you know, like, hey, I'm going to – I'm betting 80 bucks on Michigan to cover the spread here. So, like, this is just free money, you know, <laughs> this money that I'm spending bringing to this uh, yeah, they didn't party. That didn't happen. So. No. All right, boys. We'll, we'll bring spread. it to the table. College football talk. Where do you want to start? Well, well what about the, that bowl game that got canceled? <laughs> yeah. First responders. Well, I, that was a lot of thing I kept seeing. Like, it was kind of like, do you think what if first responders, like, you know, police officers and firemen and stuff, like, they just right. canceled, like, canceled the game. it was raining and lightning or whatever. I mean, but. there's a side that, like, I get it. If there's bad weather, you know, you can't play. Why keep delaying it? It's, right. a, it's a meaningless bowl game. Why push it back a day or two or whatever? But then there is the other side of it that's like you got these players that have practiced for the last six weeks or whatever. For, you know they're there because it's the day after Christmas. They're going to be there. You know they they had to take their whole Christmas right. right. They travel. Big you know? sacrifice. So it is almost kind of like why not just wait? But I think part of it is TV. I know TV comes into play because yeah. you know that game was on ESPN. So I don't know if it would have just got pushed to the app or something if it was today or, or the U or the U or something right. but so that that comes into play but it is kind of like how do you just cancel a bowl game? It's the first that, that just shows how meaningless these bowl games are. Well, I'll tell you, I, we've talked about it before. And I haven't watched one bowl game through the entire way, but I do usually flip it on. What I my usually my mode is I'll sit down in my easy chair in the basement, put on the big screen, the football, and nap. And I, t- I took a little nap. 
you know, the game was uh, seven nothing. I, when I woke up, I looked at the at the screen underneath. It said the game is postponed or canceled. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Yeah. And and the other observation I had was there was nobody there to begin no with. No one there. There was a pitcher. Who did Minnesota play? I saw a screenshot. At, yeah, yeah, that was at the uh, no more no than one, Nobody was there, there either. No, the screenshot is an empty stadium with you know a couple grandparents. And Thank God for TV money yeah. because there's no point to have these games if they don't have, to have it on no, TV. I mean, you got to think you're paying however many people you know concession people. Right. I don't what, everyone to like run the stadium or whatever. How many tickets sale? You're not getting that much. We badmouth the bowl games, but I will say this: on Christmas Eve, there was nothing. And like I was, true. I was dying for a bowl game. Like, yeah. I love. I watch them. Like I don't know. I guess it's why do we? Why do people want to get rid of them? They want to badmouth them. Say they're not important. Like I get that, but it's like I don't want to live in a world without that. Uh, yeah, right. I, I, I'm I not, need the cheese it bowls. I need the cheese bowls. Good. I need those. I, yeah. I don't mind the red box having. Yeah. I don't mind having football on television. The thing that is really I'm seeing the trend. Obviously, is you know the star <laughs> players that are going to the N- NFL. They're not playing. Okay, we've had this discussion before. I've kind of come around. You know, I was kind of the cranky old guy when, I, when they first started doing this. You've got to be kidding me. You know, you should pay back part of your scholarship if you're going to the pros or you're going to blow off a bowl game. But now that is the trend for sure. But doesn't it look odd that nobody's at the games? I mean, that's w- the weird thing. Would you want to go play a game like that? And basically, a high school crowd's bigger it's than that game. Right. One, your competitive juices are going to get going. Like people yeah. say, these guys don't care. If you're once the game gets going, yeah, they, you're they gonna get care. You're gonna want to win. That's right. my biggest worry, Jared, because we we talked about it before we started recording this. I hope the bowl games don't turn into you know Pro Bowls, right? You know where yeah they they call it football, but that's not football. The one thing I think that'll always keep the bowl games like a little competitive juices flowing. And I think like what might happen with Michigan with their guys not playing, some of their guys not playing. You get the freshmen and sophomores right. that want to prove that they can play. You know, so I think that will always keep it going. You got a kid that maybe has only played a handful of snaps all year, and now all of a sudden he's going to start or something like that. He's not going to go out there and go half-ass. He's going he's gonna to want to show out and show his coaches he can not play. Not to go on, like, a tangent, but what the hell is up with all these guys? Like, from, like what's his name? Jawan, like, Bushel, Bushel Beatty. Beatty. I mean, some, I didn't know who the hell this guy is. Now he's sitting all Big Ten. He's all Big he's Ten. All big ten. I mean, second team, I Why think. Why is but. he, like, I've... <clears throat> I don't know. Florida defensive line is supposed to be like scary good. Is yeah. that why he's sitting out? I mean, like, he was, he was I hurt and blame him if that's like he's like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have like ten sacks on Shea Patterson. Right. Like I'm sitting out. Right. Keep my draft stock high. He got hurt in the Indiana game. He didn't play against Ohio State, so he said he didn't get medically cleared. I'm gonna take him at his word, I guess. You know, maybe sure. maybe not. Um, but he's a senior, so he's going to the pros, and you know, he's saying he's getting ready for the draft. I've been hearing like analysts or reading some other stuff that people talking about it people who are ripping these guys for not playing in the bowl, you know, because people are saying, like, you should go to the bowl. That's one more game that you can showcase your talent and stuff like that. And it's kind of like this kid's a senior. If he doesn't have enough on tape already, right. one bowl game isn't going to, like, just make scouts be like, oh, he's a first-rounder. Let's go. Also, the scout or the, the combine is bigger than games almost anymore. Yeah. If you go to the combine and you run a good 40, you do a good bench press, you do a good shuttle. Senior bowl as well. The senior yeah. bowl, like that stuff is more important anymore than, what, the peach bowl or whatever That's the hell it is, the red the, box bowl. That so the like, senior bowl would be more important than a, a real game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that's that might. I mean, it might be because it's all seniors against everyone. That's so true. You're going yeah. against guys that are going to the NFL. That's true. So maybe. Well, it's the injuries, and it's well, it's more important because it's like an all star game. Yeah. I mean, you're going against right. the, all the other guys that are going to get drafted instead of 
going against, I don't know. That's I mean, true. Some freshman that's about to get cut yeah, or something. I got you. But that's the thing. Like, that's why, and this is coming out probably on Friday, the day before uh, Michigan plays Florida or whatever, is like, just, I think maybe I've said this before, but like the Peach Bowl, it's like a fake BCS Bowl. Yeah, it is. It's like, it's somehow in the New Year's Six. Mm-hmm. But, like, they right. threw it in there and just, are you guys even like at all, like, Typed up or anything. I'm excited because it's Michigan football. I mean, I always will watch Michigan football, even if after they got just smoked by Ohio State, I was like, I don't care what bowl they go to. I'm not watching. It'll be now that it's tomorrow. I'm I'm pretty excited. I wish they were playing somebody other than you. Are the biggest like Michigan slappy? You you (laughs) convince yourself. You come around. Even like with the national signing day, I saw you were like gung ho about this recruiting class coming in. I say it all the time. I'm I'm over recruiting. I used to follow recruiting very closely. You were a rivals rat. I was a rivals and two four seven rat, and you know all that stuff. I mean, we ESPN Insider, we get it for free as employees, so I would be all over that. Mm -hmm. But it's just to the point now. These guys flip so much, and you know they're 17 year old kids and all this. I have taken a huge back step to recruiting. But when you see all these guys start to sign, it does kind of get you a little excited. Well, so you know? something that I saw like Michigan fans were going crazy about, and you probably haven't even heard about this. You're like way out of the recruiting loop. So you tell me what That's you okay. think. Throw about it this. out. At so it. the <laughs> top number eight recruit in the country, number one safety, Daxton Hills, is his name. So a week ago, he said he was gonna, he flipped from Michigan to Alabama. Right. And then he was Alabama Mich- for the last yeah. year. He was Michigan for like the last year. And then he, he flipped, flipped back, to Alabama. He? And then he flipped back to Michigan. I did see that. Yeah. Like, are you you're okay with that? It seems like something you, you wait, know, we all wait, Michigan, he, man. We all guys that want to be here. He flipped from Michigan to Alabama and then back to Michigan. Yeah. Why so wouldn't I be okay with that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, why, why was he. First off, the reason that he's not going to Alabama is they probably didn't want him. Someone, someone did say that he was just like trolling Alabama. Like, he wanted to say, I'm going to flip to Alabama just to get, like, Alabama fans excited right. when he never actually intended on going to no, Alabama. Who knows if that's true immature. Like, yeah. wow, that's like... I mean, he's 17 years old. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Said, uh, like, what, what were you doing when you were 17? Making YouTube if videos I, with Pete Horner? I'll tell you what I... Yeah. I'll tell you what I do now. <laughs> I, I think all the time of, like, what I would do if I was a recruit that was, like, a five-star recruit, like, how I would have, like, my signing day or whatever. I don't think that would be what I would do. Would you do the whole hat thing? I would do, yeah. I, I would think pro- you would go put to on the fake hat. Probably is what I do. Like, I could see you going like sitting at the top of the press box <laughs> at the Nick, mm-hmm. and like editing some like really cheesy video with like unicorns and like <laughs> a bunch be, of weird graphics. It'd be awesome. Well, dude, the thing they do now, it's like for people that are. Here's a tangent for you. If you, if you go to a D three school, tangent. If you, this if, you, if you go to a D three school, you should not have a signing day. I mean, you're paying to play. Sign, no. no signing day if you're going to a D three school. You had to if you if you're going to a D three school, the hats. You probably had to like go to the bookstore on campus. Yeah, to buy literally. Hats. <laughs> you, you didn't like go literally. to fanatics.com yeah, and buy could, hats. Yeah. Hey, let's not put them <laughs> down. Come on. Hey, I, I, you like you said, we, everyone at Corona was going to go to Alma College. Yeah, I mean, everyone. <laughs> right. You don't. I mean, I've said it before. Like, I wasn't any good. I could have gone to Alma. You yeah, know, sure. it's just like, I, and yeah, you could have. Alma's always the name you threw out there, which is kind of hilarious. Like, right. they're just kind of the doormat. Even though they were supposedly good back in, like, the 1990s, which they were. I didn't know. Oh, absolutely. And Curtis went and coached there, right? Yeah. yeah. Some other guys. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. If you but, yeah, them, doing, what, doing a signing day, a whole, like, YouTube, Facebook Live or whatever you're doing. That's a bit that, much. Eh, it might be a stretch. Yeah, so that's but. just, I don't know. And, and I just, I didn't like how, I don't like players, the like, uh, win with the guy, our guys. You know, like, that whole, like, Win with our guys, you know. Stay right. here, you'll be champions. Sort of. I just feel like Bo Schembrecher is rolling over in his grave. You're telling me that if if this guy told him a week before I'm going to Alabama and then decided he wanted to come back, like you're you're saying Bo Schembrecher 
the guy that you love, you have a boner for, Ted. You're saying that you're you don't think you think you would just let him back well, into the program? Uh, that would never happen. First of all, in those days, I mean, it just that that stuff never happened. Right. You know. What about Nick Saban? Do you think Nick Saban would be okay with? I don't that? think Nick, Nick Saban cares. No, he cares about who's going to be in his locker room. He has his list. If he gets his list, he's he's happy with it. Right. I, you know, the whole rec- recruiting thing, frankly, is way over the top. Anyway, yeah. I mean. How much money do you think gets slid to the players' ways? I mean, it's realistically. I, well, this is like Michigan has like a recruiting coach. Yeah, like mm-hmm. everyone has like recruiting coaches. I didn't know that recruiting coordinators and all which this stuff. he did yeah. something that I wasn't a fan of either. He, on when Daxon Hill, he's going after Twitter eggs, guys who have like ten followers, right. saying, "I think you liked it. I think you retweeted Probably. it." Well, I don't even understand don't, what you're talking so about. So when. So he was getting some hate when Daxon Hill flipped to Alabama. Right. He was getting hate from these Twitter trolls. You know, okay. do you know trolls. what like, I know what that trolls? Is. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And then when he came back, he went back at those same guys and said, like, oh, where are you at now? Like, oh. where's your comments now? Yeah. Like, you just don't see guys from Alabama doing that. That's, like, my problem. It's just, I don't know. You got to be above that. I was thinking about it the other day. Along those lines, you know, this year there was that trend of, like, the turnover chain, the turnover belt, the turnover throne, yeah. mm-hmm. all this, these gimmicks. Along those lines that you don't see Alabama doing that stuff, you don't see Alabama having these like turnover chain gimmicks. Yeah, like they're a program that's just like, if you want to come play for Alabama, win a national championship, you'll come, and we're not going to do all these dumb gimmicks and have someone tweeting out to trolls on Twitter, you know, all this stuff. I just there's like even like Ohio State, you don't see them really doing that stuff. No. There's just these programs that it's like they don't need all these gimmicks. They don't need people they're on above Twitter that. doing right. They're above it, and I mean. I mean, Alabama, yeah. I mean, you know, it's Nick Saban. It starts with Nick Saban. Same thing at Ohio State with Urban Meyer. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Harbaugh, I'm kind of getting that you're on the fence a little bit about the way he runs that type of thing. I just, yeah, it, that just sort of it just seems cheesy. And you just, I feel like if someone did that, Nick Saban, like I, the way I would just, if I was a college coach, I would want to do everything that Nick Saban does. Mm-hmm. That's why Basically, you see all these yeah. coaches go there for a year for free just to learn what right. he does and then they leave. Because he knows what to do. You're not going to see the recruiting coordinator tweeting at all these Twitter eggs. You yeah. know, right. he's going to Harbaugh can't control that though. I mean, I that's true. Well, he can't control it. I feel like, you're oh. saying he can't. Yeah, he knows. He owns like the whole entire university. I mean, he could. I don't, if the dude tweets something out, he could probably go to him and be like, "Don't do that." Yeah, but he's not like hovering over everyone. Well, that guy. But do you, you think know. someone from like? Did you guys see the the interview with the player <laughs> just earlier today? He was saying something like, "Kyler Murray's not that good." Like from Alabama, he's about to see the Kyler Murray's not that, and then like something it was like something like clicked in his brain like, oh like god, I Saban's can't say gonna this. Hear this. Like yeah, the it's guy almost from like Alabama. the Patriot way. You don't hear Patriot yeah. players talk about injuries or right. you know blame exactly. losses on the refs or so the, you know Belichick so has those guys. Yeah. So that's where I say it's like it, it is Jim Harbaugh. Like no like no one's gonna yeah. be tweeting that under Alabama. That's, well, well, let me put it to the you know everybody's different. Now, Harbaugh, he operates in his own strange way that he operates. He's successful. We'll see what happens in the next year or two. But he's not, he doesn't have that whole you know, Nick Saban mentality. I feel like he's like a JV Nick Saban. Like, whereas really? like Lincoln Riley's like, you know, the okay. Twitter guy, the like, young genius. Like, I don't Wayne know. Kiffin. I feel like Jim Harbaugh's never going to be that. Okay. Like, I don't yeah. know. That's, uh, you're not alone in that, in that thought process. Well, if, you, if you think about Harbaugh's time at Michigan, what, he's been there four years now? Right. He's completely different than he was when he came in. When he came in, he was doing music videos. He was all over Twitter, yeah, he, yeah, doing those true. videos with his shirt off, climbing trees. Like <laughs> he still is strange and yeah. does things his own way, but he's definitely toned it down because mm-hmm. he's. I mean, he's gotten criticized and he hasn't won. Something that does scare me for Michigan, and I, and I have came around a little bit on uh, you know Michigan versus Florida Peach Bowl game. Like I kind of I will watch it. I'll root for Michigan, but 
Dan Mullen's been walking around, like, I've seen, like, three or four tweets about it. He's been walking around all week with, like, his bulldog, like, on a leash, like, just walking around with him, like, at practice, like, in a jumpsuit. Just, I don't know. I, something about that doesn't... He's a weird guy. It just, that just scares me a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens in that game for sure. Now, i got to throw this out real quick. We, we always talk about Harbaugh in the NFL. Is there any truth to the Jets rumor, you think, or they think no way? I mean, I, I'm sure the Jets are going to reach out. But as far as him actually going there, I, I really don't think so. I mean, he came out, I don't know, a week or so ago and said he's staying at Michigan. He's here. We've got something to right. build and all think that kind of stuff. So I, What's his contract in Michigan per year? I think he signed like a 10-year deal. He makes like $10 million a year. The thing, so, the thing that pisses me off about that is you know that other college, college coaches are using that against Michigan and oh recruiting, yeah. Yeah, and that's saying what, that he's going to leave. What, right. And that, like Chris honestly, Carter coming out, you know, right. on TV and saying like, whatever he he's going to the NFL. I've got my sources. Right. I don't know. It he's wouldn't surprise me if he like he did leave. It really would. I mean, going to the Big <laughs> Apple. You know, Jets are a team that they got a good quarterback now. They he could make some noise. I, I just I, I don't think I, so. But yeah, the thing I always come back to is he, like you said, he basically runs the show at Michigan. He yeah. basically he's is a his own boss. Yeah. He he makes. I think maybe Saban makes more money than him. I think Meyer maybe. But, like, he makes a ton of money. True. Uh, his, he lives right next door, door to his parents. So he's got his kids going to school in Ann Arbor. So, like, there's that whole family connection and everything like that. Obviously, and Bo, Bo and his big. dad and everything. And I, I truly think that he wants to win at Michigan. I don't think he would leave before he at least won a Big Ten, like at least a Big Ten. Yeah. I, and then hopefully there's a national no way championship. There's no way he stays in Michigan for the rest of his life. I would I say that. I, I would bet. Yeah million dollars he doesn't stay in Michigan he's got probably 20 at least 20 I'd say 20 years of coaching left probably as long as he doesn't have like a heart attack or something you know knock on wood but 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 I I think he's gonna leave within 10 years I just I don't think anytime soon like I he would get criticized I mean it would be bad for his legacy if he went if he left without ever doing anything for real at Michigan and after having that Lost to Ohio State. Right, that'd be a bad look. Did you guys catch Urban's uh, quote that he said he no way would have retired if he got beat by Michigan? I, I did see him say that <laughs> that beating like led him to saying, "All right, I'm good." Right. So you can't whatever, blame the man. guy, can you? I mean, Quit you're seven top. and zero against no. Wolverines and pounded them in his, yeah. your last game, and you're forever a legend. You're you, right there with Woody Hayes. Did you see yeah, that he's yeah. uh, teaching a character and leadership course? I did yeah. see that. What do you it's, think of that? I see like a lot of people are it's like going off about it, saying how it's stupid. I will say this. I would be signing up for that class. Like if I was yeah, I mean, sure. I'm gonna learn more from Urban Meyer. Go. Yeah, I'm gonna learn yeah. I'm gonna learn more from Urban Meyer than I am from some, you know, adjunct professor that <laughs> just has like a degree in like leadership or something. Like he's led more people. Like I feel like people are making fun of it, but I think he's so qualified to teach that class. Like, I don't know. It is kind of funny when you look at it on paper, like the whole character thing. Well that's the right. thing. I don't and know. The whole Zach Smith You're telling me that I, I, I would and everything so at Florida. Right. The thing is, though, <laughs> is to learn as a college student, and I feel like right. I'm going to learn ten times more from Urban Meyer than I am. You from. might learn how not to treat people or how not to handle situations. <laughs> if you want to learn how how to cover stuff up or say that <laughs> yeah. you don't don't remember text messages and domestic abuse and everything, yeah, you learn that from Urban Meyer. Sure. I don't know how, I just how to be cool with murderers, Aaron Hernandez. You know, Urban Meyer will teach you about that. You're going to have some bad apples in the group. I don't. Know. I feel like he's kind of gotten a real bad rap. I don't know to his own doing. We don't it's his know. Own fault. Yeah, we don't know. No one else's nothing, fault. Everything's alleged, whether he knew it or not. It's oh, his word. Oh, I think he probably didn't know it. But this I is the know. guy that said Jim Harbaugh should have control of a recruiting coordinator tweeting. 
So Urban Meyer should definitely know this stuff. Yeah, that's true. That, that's Urban true. Meyer was that's above a, Jim Harbaugh. I don't yeah, that's a good way to bring that full circle. <laughs> kind of got me there. The only thing I would say I'll agree with you on is, though, if I was a college student at Ohio State, yeah, I'd probably sign up for that class. Yeah. Well, let me say, Why you not? don't think yeah. you would learn a lot about leadership? You don't think that he's a leadership? I don't know. Leadership. I don't I'm know what about kind of teacher he is. I mean, he's obviously Zach, a coach. Smith, and a, that is nothing just The leadership, leadership. thing, maybe, because Te- yeah. like, Tim Tebow is one guy that, I mean, he sticks up for Urban Meyer over everything, and he has always said, Urban Meyer was a great coach, like in that sense, mm-hmm. te- teaching Tim Tebow how to lead and everything like that. So maybe in that sense. But the character thing, nah. I mean, you look at his roster at Florida when he left and like 30 people got arrested and, you know, you got Aaron Hernandez and Riley Cooper and all these guys. Yeah. Tim Tebow is always like the shining light. He's always like, yeah, but I had Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow. Do you guys think you can be taught to be a leader? Is that really something that can can be done or aren't you – pretty much born to be a leader. A little bit of both. I think it's something you're born with. I think I mean, it's a little bit of both. There might be some. You might be able to learn. I think there's more being born with it right. personally. I don't think you can really learn it in like a classroom. I think right. I feel like you can learn it like on a team right. or yeah. in a sporting. Well, you, you know. well, we've all played sports for great coaches and mm-hmm. you know, we've picked up on different thing that the different things these coaches have taught us. You know, maybe not anything black and white, but just being around their program, watching how they operate, you know, uh, their integrity back to urban Meyer, mm-hmm. uh, but you know there there are things you learn i just don't know if you can learn it in a class right yeah i don't think I, yeah like a powerpoint presentation exactly. isn't gonna be this is how to be a leader on the football field right. like I, hell i'll just watch the movie pat yeah. you know well, maybe Johnny's got all these DVDs now. That, yeah. You know. <laughs> we'll have to talk to Johnny. I know Johnny, a lot right? about the dribble drive offense. You guys ever have any questions about that? I can yeah. uh, hit you I mean, up. there's probably some things you could learn, like communication techniques or something, sure. but I think you're more born with it than anything, but... Oh, maybe Urban Meyer will prove us wrong. Good for him. For well, let's leave, let's leave this here at this point, just to tell our listeners about the Corona Connection. That's a publication founded to create a platform for Corona students and residents. View the entire Corona Connection paper online every month, both on Facebook and at coronaconnection.com. And speaking of Corona, join the Corona public schools winning team today find out why nearly 40 percent here in our area make it their school of choice whether young or old it's great to be gold now i don't want to get off uh, college football yet what do you guys think that alabama is going to do for a starting quarterback in their semifinal game well i saw that Tua said that he's like 80 to 85 percent this is on wednesday i think he's gonna he's gonna get the star and unless he gets injured during the game like it's it's his game all the way through uh, yeah, I would I would say if, if he's good to go, he's going to play. Okay. He might have a short leash. So I was hearing other people saying, no, it's going to be Hurts, uh, and then bring in two if you need to, and I think that is a bad plan. Right. Two is your guy. He won the job. you got to start him, and then Hurts has shown he can come off the bench right. you know, and, and rise to the occasion. So I, I think we're in agreement on there, which yeah. makes boring pod, but well, you're I saying think it's that Hurts. I've heard you people don't say Hurts should start? start. You don't think that Hurts would or Hurts would – well, here's 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 the scenario they were painting. You start hurts, and if it's if it starts to falter, then you bring in Tua. And I I'm along the other side of the coin. Start Tua. Yeah. Let him. He he won the job. Yep. He's the starting quarterback for Alabama. If he starts faltering like he did in the last game, then you can bring in hurts, and yep. and your whole system is in place. Yeah. I I would think that'd be the way to go, just because it's been Tua's job all year. Right. So you. You know, like the the pattern you've been going with, I guess I, I, that's and, what I would. In do. my, I mean, in my opinion, he should have won the Heisman. And you just know, and that's like something I can't wait to see in this game. You just know Nick Saban's gonna play the whole storyline, like 
that he got screwed or something. This defense is going to be fired up to just take Kyler and Murray's. Kyler Murray's going to throw right. for 400 yeah. yards. And what What do you think about uh, Tua this week? Didn't he Didn't he tweak an injury this week? Just a couple days ago. I think maybe you're, are you thinking of Kyler Murray with he's been sick. Was it? Which, it, which I thought that's was, just the text. That's that's a textbook Heisman. The flu game. It's oh, the it's the high it's the Heisman. You know, Troy Smith had it when he played Florida. He gained yeah. like 20 pounds. Casey Falter. No, it's just where he like Troy Smith put on twenty pounds after he won the Heisman before they played Florida back in two thousand seven right, for Ohio right. State. It's the same sort of thing, you know. Maybe he's, I don't know, I don't want to say hungover, but right, you know, right. he's probably just been. It's probably been just a crazy like media tour for you know. Oh yeah, going to a lot so. of banquets, and yeah, whatnot. banquets yeah. and rubber chicken, not eating very yeah, good yeah. food, yeah. So he'll be fine. What about Clemson? The, the, the big story was the one of their top players. Failed Defensive a drug taste or something, yeah. and then the, the, some of the stories I'm seeing it just sounds shaky to me. They're not. They said, "Well, it might be because of the Epsom salts that were in the mm. hot tub thing." I don't. They, know. Yeah, they thought it was all yeah. like a joke when they first saw it, and it's like some I good know. players, like I mean, Dexter Lawrence, like yeah. time all ACC player. They thought it was a joke when they first heard that they were right. So that's what I like. What what could it be? I don't like. They're getting retested, right? So they're not officially. Out. I guess. Yeah, they're going to get retested, and so they're not officially out, like you said, but. I don't know. I like. It seems like they're covering something up to me. That's what I. Like, that's how I, I read know. it. I don't know what it is or <laughs> right. how they are. But right. what do you mean by that? I, I, I've got a feeling there might be some. Uh, you know, they might have been playing around with uh, PEDs. You know, or wasn't that what they tested positive right. for? Yeah, yeah. That's what but they they're, said, but they're right. making excuses. That, right. Oh, I don't know the how this happened. Salts or you know whatever. So I, some over the counter. They stuff got they caught. Said, so. That's that's how I see right. it. I mean, it, I don't know. They do the random tests and everything. So. I it just seems like how at this point, how do you get caught before you're about to be in the college football That's playoff? That's true. You know, so. But who knows? Maybe this next test will come out and they'll be good to go. But, oh, I hope so. Yeah. To go, like, I, I want to give you guys a little bit of a tip for how you guys should pro be betting. Pro tip from Jared uh, Patel. Oh. How you should be betting on. Uh, so, I've, I've been looking over predictions for the Bama-Oklahoma game. You might want to. Put this in your tickler file. I'm going to write it down. Uh, Write it down. So the over on the Bama-Oklahoma game is set at 80.5 points. So here's a couple of fun facts for you. Bama has went over 8 out of 13 games this year. Oklahoma's gone over 11 out of 13 games this year. The predictions for this game are absurd in the amount of points. I've seen 60 to 35 Bama, 52 to 41 Bama, 61 to 51 Bama. This game's going over. This is the easiest bet of the year. Hmm. I have twenty dollars left in my account from uh, Eastern hitting the over six wins mark. <laughs> nice. So that's where this is all going. I would either be completely broke or have forty dollars now. What if your storyline? What did you say the line was at? Eighty and, and a half. half. What if your storyline plays out and Tua has a bad game and Kyler Murray has a bad game, or maybe Tua's hurt a little bit? Jalen, you know, so this is what I'd say. What if that. Alabama shuts down Kyler Murray? And Tua's kind of hurt. Jalen Hurts doesn't really play well, that, and it's a twenty-seven to twenty-four game. That could happen, but Lincoln Riley and Oklahoma have never scored less than twenty-eight points in a game. But they've never the gone against time. Alabama's right. defense. They've gone against Georgia. I mean, Georgia's we saw that. defense is in Alabama. It's defense. pretty darn close. Well, if, if they we were, saw how close if they were good, they would be in the college saw. football playoff. I. That's the way you can put it. The way I'm spinning, I'm telling you, just mark no, my their, words. Their I've never led you guys astray other than the yeah. Michigan-Ohio State game. That's the only game that's burned me all year. No, if, you have it written down. If well, I have written down. I was going to say, if, if you want to put a $10 bill on it. Me and you? Yeah, you, you and me, straight deal. up. 10 bucks. <laughs> so what, Jared, Jared's <laughs> taking the over, bucks. and you're taking the under? I'm taking the under. The under. Yeah. Right. Have fun, have fun. When this is, man, I love that, because when this is like one of the best games ever, you're just going to be sitting there pissed off. <laughs> yeah, but what's 10 bucks? I'm going to laugh my ass off if it's an under, though. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's 10 bucks. He said, that's bucks. a sure deal. All right. No, I, if, if Tua was healthy, 
if this was like week six, you know, when he was playing peak Tua and Kyler Murray too, I would definitely say the over is definitely going to happen. I do just wonder Kyler Murray against Alabama's defense. Yeah, I, I don't know. To watch. It's, it's going to be fun. fun. And then if Tua's not 100%, right. Hurts comes in and doesn't play that well, you know, I that game's really interesting, I think. I, that game, there's a lot that could and it's like could happen. Thing, Notre Dame-Clemson, honestly, like, yes, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm not really all that excited about Notre Dame-Clemson. Yeah. The Alabama-Oklahoma game, though. I, it's not a bad day for football, though, is it? Michigan, no. and then you got those two games? Mm-hmm. No. That's not it's not bad. They, they line it up great. They Noon, do. Noon and the then thing that makes me worried about, I'm worried that the both these games could end up being blowouts. Is what I'm. Really I know, worried. and it's like when you and see I hope like Clemson blows Oklahoma's like Oklahoma's a defensive back. Like his name's like Amani Blood, so I don't, I don't know who he is, but he's like saying stuff like he's comparing Alabama to like West Virginia's offense. Like I, I don't know. Like that's just when you're comparing it to West Virginia, Alabama to West Virginia, that just makes me nervous. Like you have not seen anything like Alabama yet. Let me ask. Yeah. Let me ask you this too on the other game. Do you think Notre Dame's a total lock to lose? I mean, they're a fr- complete fraud. Okay. They're like Michigan frauds. What's the What's the line on that? Twelve. Tw- Notre Dame's twelve. Yeah, it's at twelve. Wow. I don't think that the two players going out. I don't think it, the three players going out. I don't a think national, it affected the line at national all. National championship playoff game, a semifinal, and a twelve point favorite. That's. That's tough. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Usually it'd only be like three or four or right. something. Like, what is the line for Alabama, Oklahoma? Fourteen. So it's two points. Twelve different. and fourteen. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. Wow. Crazy. I think this game. I'm really worried about this game. Which one? Uh, Notre Dame Clemson. Like, I could see this being like a 31 to 13, like just complete snooze fest. I'm I, the really biggest, the biggest thing to me is Notre Dame's offense. I don't know. Like, are they going to be able to do much against Clemson's? Right. Because once, once Michigan figured out what they were doing in the yeah. first quarter. Well, they didn't do much. And really, Notre Dame's offense isn't like that electric. But it was a different team then, too. They, I mean, they yeah, had yeah, a different, different quarterback. Different quarterback Ian, Ian and Book, right. I still not sold on him. He's right. pretty good. He's been good, but I just good. feel like it's only a matter of time before he, like, crumbles and you have the Brian Kelly of old return with, like, right. a screaming red well, face. Well, if it happens, it'll be in that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think of that whole, uh, like, Brian Kelly, like, <clears throat> listening, like, Changing like his ways, you know, doing yoga, doing meditation, like losing fifteen pounds. I don't even listen, like listening to his it. players and like the post game, pre- like the uh, end of the season, like interviews. Like I don't, I don't believe it. No. I don't can't either. teach old dog new tricks. No he's way. still the same old he's Brian. Same Gale. old guy. I think he's the same old guy, and this is probably the wrong way to go about it. But I had some classes with some people who uh, at Grand Valley who played with Brian Kelly because Brian mm-hmm. Kelly was a coach at yeah. Grand Valley when I went there for the first year, but. uh they told me that basically what our guest Ryan Brady was saying, yeah. but not Without saying, not yeah. saying. <laughs> but some guys I had classes with and kind of became friends with a little bit, um, who played at Grand Valley under Kelly, said that he treated his players like garbage. Basically, I can't. Like, so you, you, that's I don't know Brian Kelly personally. I talked to some guys who played for him. Like you, you see him, take their on, word for it. That's right? what I'm going off. TV. You can imagine what he was right. like on, you know, without anyone watching. In that D2, Grand Allendale, Michigan. Yeah. Right. Seems a little fake to me. I mean, right. his whole persona to me. Yep. I mean, it's yeah. one of those deals. No, like, a, just, like he, a used well, car sales. Right, right. He, they went four and eight, and then he fired literally 14 people in the program. How funny is that? He mentioned yep. firing 40, 14 people. 14. That's desperation, right yep. there. He brought in all these new coaches, and like the thing that I have some trust in this Notre Dame team to kind of take the punches of Clemson is like their strength and conditioning coach. Matt By- Bayless is his name. Like when they're in the weight room, it's like pretty interesting stuff. Like I watch like, a YouTube video on it. Like they they simulate like a storm. Like there's sirens going off in the weight room. They have like smoke like uh, <laughs> things. They have like uh, super loud music, like strobe lights. Like it's like chaos in there. 
and like I it's did just see to him. sort of simulate a storm. Like yeah. anything can happen in a game. Like I, I, it's interesting. Could be. I don't know. I saw him. Yeah, he said he like started doing some other stuff at practice. Like they'll go into a goal line situation, offense versus defense, and he'll like throw a soccer ball in there, <laughs> and they'll have to like score with a soccer ball. Like all these like kind of gimmicks to try and like teach like what you have to react under pressure like or like uh, you know yeah. like all these like weird gimmicks. And yeah, they're undefeated. They're in the college football playoff, so okay, cool. But, that was during the Michigan game. Michigan yeah, week, wasn't it? When they yep. were doing the whole soccer. I mean, can't argue with the results. Right. They, they won. I hope Clemson. I hope Dabo Sweeney crushes. I hope they. Are we pretty much in agreement? Game. It's Alabama, right. Clemson again in the championship. If game. I had a pick, those would be my picks. I, but. I, I, I don't. I don't think both of them are going to win. I don't know. I, really? if I. And it's like well, and I would say against the spread. So if you think Notre like Dame's they, a like fraud, it's going to be a push. I, that's but it's like you said Notre Dame's I'm a fraud, kind of so you're picking Oklahoma. I'm kind of an idiot. Like I'm not. I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like they're a fraud, but I would not be as surprised at all. Our if they listeners come out realize and, that. Jared. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all if they come out and uh, not to be like wishy washy, but that's just, honestly like I really don't know how that game's going to go. Yeah. I wouldn't I mean, be at all surprised if they're a complete fraud, but no. I wouldn't be at all surprised if Brian Kelly really is changed and this team is well, you know, like, like like the saying always was in in football in NFL football any given Sunday. I mean, yeah. one game, you know, a team can show up. Yep. It, it could happen. The only thing I am confident you don't get Rich Bend against Nick Saban. That's what I will say. That I wouldn't go. That's, I wouldn't go with Oklahoma. Yeah, that's so why that's, I, I can't. You can't pick Oklahoma or whoever's playing Alabama until someone beats them. Right. Yeah. I mean. So that I will say, but other than that, like I'm just really looking forward to watching the game. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be awesome. Then again, like I said, don't be surprised if it's two blowouts. Well, and that's that's what a lot of people have been criticizing the playoff for. You know, everyone's talking about expansion. You got to expand. We're all on board with expansion, but really, the first the semifinals of the playoff every year have been blowouts. Right. I mean, there's been some entertaining games. They're fun to watch. But I mean, you think about the Big Ten hasn't scored a point in the college football playoff. So when they've been in there, so I mean, it's like. Uh, the the semifinal keep them out. Keep out. <laughs> I mean, they have the last God, two years. Yeah. So I mean, the yeah, the matchups are fun. I don't think there's going to be any shutouts tomorrow. No, <laughs> you know, with these two matchups we have. But that's what people's criticism has been. Like, you want more teams in this playoff, but the semifinals, the last whatever four years the playoff has been around, have been blowouts. Something I will say. So, I'd like. We'll see. I don't know how I could be like a bigger college football fan than I am right now. So that's what makes you say like. I worry about expanding it to eight teams. Like I don't, like, I just don't know how it could get any better. Like I just love, I don't know. Well, it would. I thing, love every week. Of, every week of college football, I love it. I wake up at nine a.m. I watch college game day every week. At what point does it become where it's like the regular season doesn't matter that much? Well, I don't know. Same way in the NFL. Look at the and NFL. I don't like the NFL playoffs. You don't like the don't NFL know. playoffs. I hate, that. I hate how it's so well, you know it, higher seed plays this team, lower seed plays this team. Like it's I don't know. And, and you would buy all the buys. I hate the buys. The first two weekends of the NFL playoffs, the wild card weekend and then the d- divisional weekend, are two of the best weekends in football. Yeah, because those are the those, best teams. That early Saturday morning game always is horrible. Mark my words, it'll be like the Ravens versus the I love the wild card weekend. It'll be like 10-3. Yeah. to 3. I don't know, Jared. I mean, if you expanded to eight teams, right? Alabama plays the number eight team. They get a game under their belt. And, you know, you, and you get games that mean something in that weekend instead of these, you know, these worthless bowl games. Yeah. And you still, you still get it whittled down to the best four teams, don't you? Yep. For the semis? Like the Peach Bowl. Which you're like, saying doesn't mean anything, right? You know, Michigan maybe Michigan would Ohio be State in it. Doesn't matter. Michigan the game. Michigan Ohio State doesn't it would still matter. Still matter. They both would be in. Well, not necessarily because a lot of people seeding. are a lot of people are saying that Michigan wouldn't be in this playoff right. if it was eight teams because UCF Al- would Alabama be in LSU wouldn't have mattered. 
these games still matter because if if LSU beat well, yeah, because Alabama didn't have any losses, so yeah, they would maybe still be in the that's top why, eight. Georgia, why Al, Georgia, Alabama wouldn't have mattered. Here's why it matters. All these games wouldn't have mattered. Here's why it matters because you seed them and you have a home game that first weekend. The yep. higher seeded team has the home game, so it still matters. Yep, the seeding matters, and dude, there's you, such a gap in college football. It does, I don't I think one to eight. Maybe you could go one to ten. I would 10. say no more than eight. Yeah, not more than eight. I did once, like the 16 at one time. but Once you get to not for 13, 14, those teams just you know, aren't, Have aren't no chance. that good. But one to eight, like there isn't a huge gap, I don't think. Maybe Alabama right now obviously is head and shoulders above people. But like UCF, I mean, that'd be a fun game. If there was one versus eight, UCF versus Alabama, maybe Alabama would beat them by 40. But – you got to give UCF a chance. Like they might go in there and, like you said, any given Sunday. And, and same thing, you know. Michigan obviously got their doors completely blown off by Ohio State. If they, if they didn't get blown out, if they'd been beat by, let's say, ten points, they they probably deserve to be in the top eight, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. And they could play so. with anybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe not beat Alabama, but they could play with them. Yeah. I think. What? You're, so they played with Ohio State? I said <laughs> no. They didn't. That, they didn't. That was in a. a that, that was just a crazy ass no, thing. That's yeah. a team. Ohio that State better was players. not that much better. They were not no, that. We much couldn't better. do anything. I know in I that one game, but they were not that much better. I don't think than they're Michigan. thirty points better than Michigan. Do you really? Think what so, in that Jared? game made you think that we had any? We couldn't do nothing anything. in that game. But all season long, watching them play, I'm looking at the whole picture. Right. That game, it was just a piece of crap. It yeah. happens sometimes. The doors get blown off, and yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. There's <laughs> nothing you can do. I, you think really Michigan man like for a, man? That wasn't like fluky plays. That was just they're running the same thing over and over. It was a bad. It was a again. bad game plan. They did not play very well. Yep. That's a recipe for disaster. And Ohio State played well. Yep. But that's the thing. We do the same game plan versus everybody. It's just we're better than those guys. The man to man on the outside. Well, answer our question. Do you really think Michigan is as bad on the point spread as they you know against Ohio State? Do you think they're really that? Much worse than Ohio State. I would say they. I don't see a scenario where they win that game. Looking back at it, I feel like an idiot. I look. I feel oh, like an idiot. Well, I didn't say that. I just said they they play with them. Yeah, play with them. Maybe well, maybe yeah. lose by seven to ten. Maybe well, they could sit on the sit on the ball. Well, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm just talking pure talent. Yeah, pure talent. I don't think pure Michigan's talent. talent's that far off. Obviously, at one position. The safety coming to yeah. cover running backs and stuff was yeah. terrible. Cornerbacks but, covering wideouts, right. safety, tight end dropping passes. Right. I, mean, I guess I mean, he got trolled big time ball. on Twitter. Yep. Gentry, right? Yep. That mean, stuff doesn't help. But he had a pretty good year, but man, he didn't have a good game. No, I mean, I like the. I don't know why people think that the regular season wouldn't mean anything because you still like the Ohio State Michigan game still means a lot because probably Michigan actually wouldn't have got in. So the winner of that game would get into the playoff. Right. Georgia-Alabama, maybe that's different because they're both undefeated, so the loser would maybe still go. But if you still have the conference championship games, then you know you lose that game. Then you have to go to the conference championship and win that game. So I just don't know why, why people think the regular season wouldn't mean anything. It's not much different when you right. have the conference championship game, really. Yeah. The, remember how okay you gotta like you can't look at it with revisionist histories like remember how hype everyone was for the Alabama LSU game yeah like week eight yeah would that game would people have really even cared about that game like that much yeah, yeah both, at, at the time both are, yeah. they both would be in right now same thing with uh, I don't Georgia know if, game. Where, where's they LSU ranked I don't think LSU would be in. Or maybe eight. I thought they were eight. Yeah, but you're, I, I get your point, Jared. But again, talking about the home field advantage and the seeding, that's where I see. Do you the think difference. Alabama really cares whether they're home against um, UCF or home against 
I don't know. Michigan? I mean, I don't well, know. I, I mean, if you have an 18, tur- 18 tournament, I think they would. Why like wouldn't so, you want a home go, game? Coming up to Ann Arbor in mid-December right. would be a lot different than playing a game in Alabama. I don't know. I, I, I think I would like it, but that's just me kind of trying to be – you can't put the toothpaste back in the, in the <laughs> toothpaste tube. You know what I mean? Like, if we go to eight, we can't go back. I'm fine with you, it. You could stop I'd be totally eight. fine with it. Uh, totally fine with it. I think you could I think stop I would be eight. too, but I just – you know. I, it would make more of, I'm of worried. these bowl games. I don't know. like I, the I love six. college I don't like so the buy. Yeah. I don't no. like a buy involved. Yeah. I just worry about – I love college football so much. Like, I don't know how it could get better. So that just makes me think, like, what would get screwed up? With it, the eight man, yeah, you know, it's hard. maybe maybe it just would make everything that much better. Right. Icing on the cake, I don't know. I mean, it'd be more football is the other thing I think about. Like we have between conference championship weekend and then you know this weekend, it's basically a month. Right. But an eight team playoff would start like mid December, so you would just get more football, so more like, real football, more real football. So what's bad about that? I don't know how it could be bad. Right. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, it's kind of like I've heard people say like all the play in games for the NCAA tournament. You know, sometimes those are like Which a I bunch of like, no-name but, teams, right. but they're always exciting. some of the most exciting games of the tournament because you got these guys playing for you know a chance to make it to the tournament. So any any chance to make college football like the college basketball March Madness, I'm all for. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's that's the greatest event. Okay, think, that's think my about, greatest okay. event in sports. Yep. Well, would you rather have the whole you know three or four month season of college football or the you know, two weeks of March Madness. Well, why do they play? Why do they play regular season? That's college because basketball? because of the March Madness. That's why no one cares about the college basketball regular season. People that's care. why we never talk about it. We don't ever talk about it. Well, I do. I do think the I real mean, season hasn't really started see, as far as I'm concerned. So, it's still pe- football season. Yeah, people care about the regular season, but I do think just because so many teams make the tournament, like these early season games, like the Maui Invitational or some of these other ones, like when North Carolina loses or Michigan State loses, and people start going crazy. It's like they're going to make the tournament still. Yeah. Like Michigan State could lose six more games, and they're still going to make the tournament. So the regular season in college basketball is yeah. maybe a little watered down. Well, but. look at it this way, guys. I mean, we're all three college basketball fans, but you don't want to see a Duke-Gonzaga game, even if it doesn't technically mean anything. You're going to sit there and watch yeah. it, aren't you? Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be great basketball. Well, we just yep. caught you earlier. How? We asked you the Maui Invitational. You're like, do they even do that anymore? It's like the best, <laughs> well, game, I, the best college basketball <laughs> game of the year. You, you didn't even know No, you caught me on that, but I, I didn't know where it was at. But I knew it was Gonzaga and, uh, and yeah. Duke playing. That's also like... That's what I knew. What you, that's mid-November. <laughs> so that's like in the thick of football season. Right. So... Barely anyone knows that basketball tournament's even going on, unless that, your team. That's kind of like what it's like with like NBA, like on Christmas Day. Like, oh yeah, I pop in on Christmas Day, and then I'll see you in a month, pretty much. Christmas yeah. Day, I'll see, I'll see the All Star break, and then I'll see you after that. You guys will watch more NBA than I will. I mean, I've always been more of a the, the regular season NBA means absolutely nothing, but I'll watch it in the playoffs. Yeah, you know that's that's how I've always been. Probably will continue to be, even though it's turned the corner and really. Is, become hugely popular oh yeah something that just came to my mind i completely forgot about it. i don't know how i forgot about it this is the best part of my whole entire uh, holiday break <laughs> michigan state lost a recruit to rutgers, to rutgers. To rutgers. <laughs> lost him three-star running back they were hot on him yeah yeah this kid was i mean he was Aaron, michigan state, uh, this whole you know recruiting Aaron time Young, or whatever yeah. wow i wonder what early is he, See ya. is he from the east coast i forget where he's from Pennsylvania. He's from Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Number twelve recruit. Maybe he wants to stay closer to home. Probably but... closer to Philadelphia, which is close. Yeah, oh, the, the headline of 
The headline of Michigan State recruit flips to Rutgers. I was getting is a little, hilarious. Yeah, though. that's pretty bad. very funny. Especially, yeah. I, I did see people saying, you know, Michigan's flipping this guy from a five-star safety from Alabama and some of these other guys. Michigan State was flipping guys from Central Michigan and Western Michigan, yeah. and a running back of theirs flipped to Rutgers. So, like Ooh. people, people were just saying, like, you got Michigan's signing day is here. And then Michigan State's is kind of over here. They did get Michigan State got. I think he's a five-star tackle or something, the highest-rated tackle in Michigan. So yeah. I guess he got they got that. But but I, I've seen people say too, like you know, Harbaugh has always been a good recruiter. Like imagine how good he could recruit if he actually started winning championships. Like right. he's going into these kids' li- or li- or uh, living room and basically just saying like, like you know, we're good. Imagine if he's going there and saying like, we won the Big Ten last year, we won a national championship right. last year. Like he would start cleaning up. Well, you need the recruits in order to do that. Though. It's kind of it's like what's no, the yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. But the, uh, hasn't Michigan though this year done pretty well in the recruiting trail? Yeah, they're they? number one I mean, in the Big Ten. Number one in the Big Ten yep. over Ohio State. So that's pretty amazing in itself. Yep. And I, again, I don't put Ohio tons State of lost, stock into recruiting right. news at this point. Because how many of these kids actually pan out to be really exactly. you know, not all of them. So, so there's that side, but. I mean, I just, you know, Harbaugh can recruit. That's right. it. He can sell the program, kind of, I mean, in, in a better way than Brady Hoke. You know, people would always say Brady Hoke could recruit. He just couldn't coach. Well, Harbaugh's still a good coach. Harbaugh, so. Harbaugh has the best of both worlds because he can recruit, and the school recruits itself, too. I yep. mean, who doesn't want to go For to sure. Michigan? I mean, that's right in the top, top you know, top echelon out yep. there in, in colleges. Is it, though? Yeah, think, it yeah, is. I think so. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't it be? Yep. It's one of the greatest universities in the land. It is. It's been. I mean, it's been voted the number one public university okay. in America those, for a long time. Those that's, votings that's, that's are so academic. We see them all like the that, time but. on Facebook. Like it's a new college every week. You know, I've seen like a million Grand Valley ones. Let me on ask that. you this: if you, if you had to get a life-saving surgery, where would you want to go? I'd want to go to U of M, Stanford. Yeah. Okay, that's right there too. To Harvard, them. Cleveland Clinic. Yeah, but would you want to go to Michigan State, Ohio State? Another thing that I saw that's cracking me up: <laughs> you'd want to go to Michigan Memorial State's applications down eight point three percent this year. What is? Michigan State's Ooh. applicants. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. They're falling apart. I think some of that had to do with the Nasser deal. And Johnny yeah. were running that place into the ground. Yeah, no doubt. That's a, that's a whole other story. <laughs> All right, boys. What else do we have? Because we're, we're coming up on our time limit. You got other stuff you well, want to bring on the table? mentioned earlier how we rarely talk about it, but college basketball. Michigan, yeah. 12-0. It's like no one's even talking about Ranked it. Ranked number yeah. two behind number Duke. Two. Yeah. And you know who I'm like? Lo- I'm loving uh, Ignis uh, Bragadowski. What was your nickname? Remember? The Oh, Bradzilla, oh, uh, uh, yeah, Bradzilla, right? I think that was, that's yeah. what it was. Something that's interesting I, about I coined that by the little way. fun fact about he's he's like right-handed, but he just shoots left-handed. Yes, yeah, I did see that. Kid can play. He, he can, can play. Kid can play. Is you he, know, the biggest thing to me is John Teske. Yeah, this dude. Like, that's yeah. Like you talked about Iggy coming in and kind of taking that Mo Wagner role. You know, it's kind of like you know a scorer, and everyone hates him. But Teske being developing the way that he did. I mean, he's a big dude. College basketball isn't necessarily like big guys don't play a whole lot. But when you go up against a team that has a big guy, Teske can play some defense. He can play. So, I mean, I don't rebound. trust him yet. I don't, I don't trust really him well, to like trust him. put up double-doubles every night. But, like, he can move. He can rebound. He can shoot. He can shoot. Yeah, he can knock down threes now. So. I know. I'm still, I'm still just like, you know, whatever. We're only the end of December. Cautiously optimistic. So it's you know, still like, yeah. I, how are they playing in March? Right. That's what I want to know. But you know who's taking – like, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, that's how I feel like Michigan football, and I feel like that's kind of how I feel about like Michigan, Michigan State basketball. Like Michigan basketball, I trust. Like when they're playing well now, I know, yeah, I know they're going to be playing mm-hmm. well in March. Yep. Like it's – Well, that's what's weird is the last at least handful of years, 
because almost every year people have been calling for Beeline's head some Hard for some reason. Because in the early early oh, go, they, you know, they're where? always playing. Last few years, you've been seeing people calling. Yeah, for like his early head? on, you know, they always stumble a little bit. So people are just saying maybe yeah. it's time for Beeline to go. You know, whatever. Not no one's like talking about it seriously. I'm talking about like idiots on Twitter. Yeah. Ah. But you know, early on, you know, they maybe lose a couple games. They're stumbling, but then come March, I mean, what they've lost one game in the last thirty. Yeah. Because last year they were rolling. So. So seeing Michigan number two in the country right now is a little bit like wow they're they're playing really like well right, right now. Jordan Poole's like taking like a big step too. He's like shooting like forty eight percent from three, thirteen point two points a game. Like I I didn't ever think he was gonna be able to do that. Yeah, he's, he, he's he had some balls. Player. I knew that from he carried, the Houston game. But, yeah, he carried yeah. over from the NCAA tournament some of that swag. Man, yep. he worked hard on the off season. You know. It's it just a true great story, and let's hope yeah. they keep rolling. I mean, that, it's just that's just a great thing that we're, I worry about their three point shooting because I mean, you guys, yeah. Xavier Simpson, he's twenty seven percent. I mean, and I don't that, think Jordan Poole's going to be shooting forty eight percent. Probably not. Charles Matthews can't really shoot threes. I mean, Brett Iggy can, right. Ignace or whatever uh, he right. can, but I don't know. I just you, I feel like you really need a lot of three point shooting in the NCAA tournament, and I feel like they could go cold. Yeah. I mean, that's always been Michigan, though. Like, with Beeline's system, it's a lot of shooting. So it's always like, are they knocking down their shots? Right. Because that game against Houston, when Poole hit that shot, they weren't. They probably almost should have lost that game. Oh, they should have. But Poole hit that shot, so... And then against Villanova in the championship game, they just yeah. they I think that's underrated anything, with so. Michigan too, and their whole program with Beeline is their defense. I mean, they they play yeah, their defensive coordinator, defense. like their defensive like Yaklich. coach coordinator. Yeah, Luke he's Yaklich, a yeah. phenomenal. I love yeah. that guy. You know, and that gets overlooked a lot from the yeah. casual fans out there. Surprised you know, no one's like really tried to hire that guy out. Yeah, well, they, is that yeah, his name? Luke Yaklich. He was coaching at Indiana, maybe he was somewhere in Indiana, maybe yeah. somewhere down there two years ago, and that, I saw people talk about Beeline. Beeline's, you know, he's seen as like an offensive guru in college basketball, you know, always just had these great offenses. And he finally realized if he wants to actually win a national championship, he's got to get a team that plays lockdown defense. So he goes out and hires this guy, Luke Yaklich, who's he's basically a defensive coordinator in college yeah. basketball. Cause you know, that's huge on beeline to say like, Hey, I need someone to come in and coach defense. Cause I can handle all the offense. So, I mean, I think that's huge on him and, I don't know that that team. I don't see any holes on the team. That was, like, what's the big hole on Michigan's right. basketball team? That's. I think it's just three point shooting is what I worry maybe. about. Maybe depth. A but the, you know that whole defensive center. coordinator thing. That that could be a trend. I mean, obviously yeah. it works in football. Kind of, yep. Why not? Another one of the championship production uh, videos. My brother got uh, running the Michigan two guard offense. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you is guys know more. I'll let you guys know more about the uh, Michigan <laughs> offense here in the next. Is couple it weeks. Beeline doing it? I think so. Yeah, we, yeah, we, right. we. That's one we haven't watched yet. So. That would have been the first one I would have popped yeah, in. Yeah. The heck's going on here, Johnny? I heard that that one's pretty uh, boring, is what he told pretty me. Pretty dry. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, you but, got anything else? You uh, Michigan, Jared Bear? I'm loving that uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Miles Bridges are just going tearing off. up the NBA. I going love off. It. Just they're really restrained by Izzo at Michigan off. State. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, you just think about Izzo benching these guys. Oh my God. It's like Michigan State. Like people are going crazy about them right now. Like Jay Bill's saying that Cassius Winston's like the best passer in the country. Yeah. I don't. What, what Cassius re- Winston's playing really well. We'll he see is. that. And what yeah. do you really think? I mean, don't you think Spartans will be right there in the Big Ten? Yeah, I mean, they, I they usually will be. Uh, they're at least right there. I think right. there's a – I mean, Wisconsin's really good. But I, I just don't trust Michigan yeah, State it's anymore. It's like Michigan right. football. Like, yeah. National signing day, they get these recruits. Like They're going off a national championship that happened 20 years ago. They keep getting put out in the first weekend of the tournament. Now, yeah, they've got the talent. Who knows? Maybe they make an Elite Eight run this year. You never know. But – I'm just getting to the point where I, do you really trust Izzo when he's got Jaron Jackson on the bench for some white guy that's playing I do, in Greece? I right have now? no I idea where way. that move. Like, I do I think mean, he like, is changing his ways, though. I mean, they had 47. Like, they're scoring at fast break. 
Yeah, they're running a lot more. It's those things, yep. but they're doing it even more this year, like 47 yep. against Oakland. Right. And like they're, they're, they're getting – and they're like a really good passing team. Like that's not a joke. They're just yep. a really they good are. passing team. No, they're talented this 28 year. 28 assists on like 31 buckets and, against and like Iowa. Is, like that's he's, pretty, a, he's a fantastic player. He really yeah. is. I don't know. I, I, hopefully, if you're a Spartan fan, Jared, I know you're not, but uh, – <laughs> Hopefully Izzo learned something from that tournament yeah. last year. I mean, I was, I, I'm still scratching my head on what his thought process was. Player best no players. Sense. I mean, when you was it something in the locker room? I mean, was it behind closed doors? Well, didn't he, he said that what's what was that kid's name? Ben Carter. He yeah. said because they were playing Syracuse, who right. you know plays a, runs a zone. Yeah, and I, he said like Ben Carter could move the ball better against the zone or something like that. And I'm just like, you got a dude that's about to be a top ten pick in the yeah. NBA. Like, I know. What are you doing? It made no like, sense uh, at all. It'll be Michigan State. It'll be cooking, and then Michigan doesn't play them until like the last week of last, February. They and the play first the last week of March. game, don't they? Yeah, yeah they play twice. They this play year, twice so. on in three games, and right. that's when you'll see the, the annual sweep. And when the problems really start, when things really start going off the rails for Michigan State, I love it every year. Yep. Oh, because you know, especially at this point, because a lot of people are saying that Michigan's program is kind of moving ahead of Michigan State's as far as basketball. Right. They're they're putting their whole season on those Michigan games. If they lose both of those Michigan games, they're going to get put out in the first round of the tournament. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Michigan's like, beat them, like I don't know how many. We've got a really good record, like last. Yeah, like, three, I think four like, years, the last four yeah. or five years, Beeline has only He's lost well. once or something right. like that. So well, I'm glad they're playing twice. I like that. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yep. yep. All right, guys. Anything else? No. Uh, think we got. Looking forward to New Year's it? Eve. Yeah. Any big yeah, plans? So New Year's Eve. Uh, I think Ann Arbor is where we're going. Actually. Right. Okay. I'm going to go to Rick's. Yeah. Blue Lep. What's that? Blue Leprechaun or the Brown Jug. What's the what's the brown jug? Is these are, these like are Chelsea all bars downtown. I don't know. Oh, they're bars. Oh, yeah, yeah. like I thought it was like some in Ricks. Oh no, I never been. To, I've only been to Ricks. It's the only place in Ann Arbor I've been to. It's the only place they allow you in. It's uh yeah, it's it's nasty and it's nasty. It's yeah, a nasty, it might be, nasty it might be college the only bar. Still let me in. Yeah, I'm just awful college bar. It's in the basement. Awful. You go. I mean, it's a great college bar, but like looking back, maybe now that I'm a little yeah, like older, I can't see you like tanking out there. No. The the floor is just soaked with drinks and everything and other stuff. I was at Rick's one time, saw a dude trying to close out his tab at the bar, taking a piss in the bar. Oh my god! So this is the kind of bar that it is. Is it the same Rick's as they have in East Lansing? Same, I don't, I don't know if it's the same owners. It yeah, might, I don't know. I'm guy guessing. It's the same. It's the same idea. Okay. It's the same idea. I'm guessing. So. When you're in college, great. I don't but. mind. I, to tell you the truth, I don't mind dive bars. I've hung out in my share of dive bars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. It, it's great, but it's just yeah, it's a place. Let's, it's let's leave it there, boys. All right. Have a great New Year's, by the way, gentlemen. But no. uh, that'll do it you for now. Well. Do us a favor, everybody. Dude, Ted, do you, do you stay up till midnight still? Uh, it's it'll be iffy. It'll be very iffy. <laughs> if you stay up to watch the ball drop, you're you're late. I almost <laughs> rather you just go to sleep. I won't. I won't be doing that. I'll probably watch some college football. There's some college football on, right? There is. Yeah. Yep. New Year's Eve. I yeah, think there yeah, is. The Red Box Bowl, Michigan State. Oh Oregon. yeah. yeah I'll, be, I'll be watching that there you go. for sure. Justin Herbert's gonna be playing. I love it. He's All right. Looking forward too. to it. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning <laughs> into this pod. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, or TuneIn. Be a part of a future pod. Why not record a short commentary or question? Send it to us at our podcast page, Twitter, or Instagram. That's at 3PointPod, or you can email us at 3PointPod at gmail.com. Again, thanks to our partners, Rivals Tap House and Grill, The Corona Connection, Corona Public Schools, and Z92.5 The Castle. This has been a Sportsnet Michigan production, and again, thanks for listening to 3 Point Podcast. Then you're left in the dust Unless I stuck by ya You're a sunflower I think your love will be too much Or you'll be left in the dust Unless I stuck by ya You're a sunflower
Stuck 